it's really cool to just have people in their 20s in general on this platform to, you know, talk about real life shit that people who are 20 years years old, you know, have to deal with. I'm I'm swerving all around that that record deal shit until until I'm I'm good on the record deal forever until we got leverage. It's just no sense of even having a conversation until we're able to go to the table and say, "This is what we want." If we can't have that, then you know what I'm saying we can't we can't do the deal. So, mm-hmm. well, in the meantime, between time, I would do I, I'll tell you, I'll do a management deal right now mm-hmm. uh, under the right circumstances, under the right terms, mm-hmm. until you know what I'm saying, and eventually maybe get to that, and they maybe they can help us get to that point yeah. where we deserve, where we got the leverage to go into a record label now. Mm-hmm. And say we want this percentage instead of that percentage. So yeah, I would take the management deal to get to the record deal. I would do that if we decided we don't want to. We done with the independent uh, thing. We gonna you know what I'm saying for uh, hand our turn our turn our hand in. Yeah, mm-hmm. you wanna go? I was just gonna say I was. Is there like a certain level of being independent? Is there like a certain like height that you feel like? Can you can only get to so far without label help? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. But the sky's the limit at the same time. I was man. gonna say because like get technical because it's like go, go ahead with technology and everything. Like, what can we do as creatives that the labels, like, what can they do that we can't? It is a. It is kind of like a. It's artists out here who eating, bro. They independent. They own they shit. You may not know them, and you may not know them. We, I might not know them, but they make a hundred thousand a month, and like off shows and merch and streaming and shit, and um, and they not even a household name, but they got a crib. They got the couple, three, four cars that they want, and they got the crib and and Calabasas that they want. Like you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. a, because of streaming, niggas is able to eat in a way that wasn't possible back in the day. You needed a record deal to get that type of bread off your music back in the day. Nowadays, it's just a different game, right? So it's people who, but remember, we don't know them. Now, Mm. the question is, is that person, is that person happy with that level they at? I could see myself being in that position and being like, bro, I don't need to be a household name, bro. I'm straight. Like, Mm. I got ownership. Number one, so this I'm gonna get these back ends forever. Mm-hmm. Monthly, this is coming to me and my family and my team. I could be happy with this, and I could be I could be happy with that at the end of the day. And I'm I'm comfortable, like I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not starving. I'm, I'm straight. You could be well, you could have that mindset, or you could be like you could still be you could still want Drake spot. So you got a decision to make from that point, like. Should I go ahead and say, I think I've taken myself as high as I possibly could. I'm straight. I'm not a starving artist. I'm successful. Mm-hmm. I'm just not successful on a, to the masses. Mm-hmm. Do I want to then, I think when you at that, when you're trying to cross over that threshold, when you want to be a superstar, label might, you just mm-hmm. might need a label. I do believe you could be successful. It's just only so far, mm-hmm. only so far you can get. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you can. I don't think you can reach a Drake type of status independent. I don't think that's possible. Unless like that artist, I don't know, man. What if what if you at that level and Drake like you, Drake hear about you and he give you like a he give you a feature or something. Now you are or, bro, a, a fucking retweet. I'd imagine that would be some, <laughs> some, shit, some work, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some shit like that. As an independent artist, like to get to that level and to stay independent, I can only imagine just how much 
shit you'd have to just have under control. You know what I'm saying? And how much money you need to be spending. Your income needs to be crazy. Or it's gonna like it's either your income is like say like uh like like a like a what the middle class middle class income or something mm-hmm. like that you're gonna have to it may take a longer time versus right. if say you're blessed to make like six figures or something like that and you say uh-huh. oh I want to do this as a hobby and then you're able to dump as much money to it as you can because money's an issue money's holding us back 100%. so then maybe that's what it is but at the same time it's almost like at the end of the day it all revolves around the art. Because yep. if Drake went independent artist, that man would damn near be a billionaire. Because, yep. I mean, granted, he had the young would money. Would he be as big as he well, is? Would he? But there's a thing. He had the young money push when we were in, like, middle school. Mm-hmm. But then after that, like, we think of Drake. We don't really think any other label. Even though OVO is his label mm-hmm. and that's his brand, it's just like, we don't, I, I don't really think of OVO when I think of Drake. I just think of Drake. Like, Drake is bigger than any label out there. So had Drake's independent and just kept releasing the well, music. You don't, you don't need the notoriety. You need... They resources. They resources mm-hmm. out nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So maybe something that I can't see resource yeah, You don't see it, okay. but you see that billboard when you're driving down the E-Way. That's and true. And the label got him that type of type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everything. The label is responsible for for making, put, for, nigga, put me in front of all the eyes you possibly can. Like, put me on, nigga, I want to perform at the Grammys, nigga. I want to put me on, put, get me seen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just certain things that I don't know if they possible without that type of, yeah. Without the machine, you right? Know what I'm saying so, it really come down to the end of the day what you like, what you own. But that's the beauty, though. That's the new beauty is that you have that decision. Hmm, do I want to go? I mean, I'm making, I make, I just made ninety thousand dollars last month. Like, I'm good. I'm straight. Like, I'm super mm-hmm. straight. I'm making this. And when I say that ninety thousand, I'm not saying that. Like, I just hit a lick and got like a, a once in a, uh, an occasional like a rare like show placement. Yeah. This is like this is, this is residual. Yeah. I get that. I I've been getting 90, 90 to one twenty every month for the past like twelve months. So mm-hmm. like this shit is on cruise control Ooh. at this point. Ooh, damn, bro. Yeah. Niggas living niggas living like that. Niggas is living like that. That's a that's a y'all know Larry June? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of it's a lot <laughs> Oh my god. It's a lot bro. of Larry Junes. It's a lot of Larry Junes uh out there, bro, who who, who is low who key living, who living like that. Live, now, he, he don't have to who I was thinking about as he was explaining, I was like, this is probably Larry June. And motherfuckers can just walk to the that's store. That's not a rarity, bro. Niggas, is, I'm already that's known, the only bro. example that's on the top of my head. But y'all, a lot of niggas don't know Larry June, though. He oh, put I, me on Larry. A lot of niggas don't know, dude. Nyla, stop, man. You sit the fuck down, man. <laughs> I'm going to let you out in a minute, man. Look, I'm glad. See who I'm talking to. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, that, that's a perfect example where it's just like, like if I... That's the beauty, bro. I have that vision for us. I have us... I don't know how exactly it's going to come, but the vision in my mind is like just off podcasting alone because he's a model. So just off podcasting alone, if I'm going to get able to get like shit, not even 90 grand, if I'm able to make 10 grand a month or some or some shit like that. Five grand a month. Five grand, 10 grand a month and do some shit like that and just be able to... I think it's running low. Get the, no, I got the battery full, bro. Oh, I don't know that. Um, if I'm able to get nine or ten grand a month and just do that, then I would I'd be perfectly happy just based exactly. off what I'm doing now. I'll still be able to save money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's the beauty of the new space, bro. That's that's amazing. The fact that it's now optional, like yeah. you know, what I'm saying, a Larry June is he's sitting in his motherfucking living room saying, "Man, should I sign to one of these niggas?" You know, what I'm saying, like I don't, yeah. don't have to do shit, but should I? Could if I want to, but. I'm really straight. Do I need to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do I yeah, give yeah. a fuck about being a household name? Like, do that really matter to me? So I think that's cool that you get to 
you know what I'm saying, success in, in the rap game get to be, you know, it's redefined. In the music game, period, it's just, you got options now. Right. Thanks to right. streaming, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I've heard nothing but horror stories of artists signing the labels and just getting fucked over, not making money off their songs, this, this, and that. So I can only imagine how you wouldn't want to sign, you know All what I'm saying? All type of shit, bro. It's it's horror story. It's some beautiful stories too. The oh, label, sure. don't, the I'm label, sure. not the bad guy, and and a hundred percent of the story, just a little more than half of them motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, though, man, for sure, like mm-hmm. that that label shit can be, that shit could get tricky, bro. Real, yeah, real fucking tricky, man. It's a big decision. I used to, you know, if we was having this conversation a couple years ago, I would have, y'all would ask me. How I feel about the label shit, I would have been like, hell yeah, I, yeah, I'll deal, sign. deal. I, yeah. I, I sign like no hesitation. But you know, uh, you know, the, the more time, the more they get revealed, man, you just learn to really educate yourself some more and, and figure out your op- and weigh your options. Oh yeah. Um, next thing I want to get into, man. Unless y'all were want to continue what y'all was doing. Nah, we was just nah, we was just um. closing out on how <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful new space of music where you can eat. Where you can eat and thrive in this shit without being, you know what I'm saying, without having, without it being mandatory that or, you sign a deal. Or I you think can that's cool. still live a normal life. Like when I, because I, I have faith in us. And when we really get to where we're going, I still want to be able to go to the store and not be like, I think about that, bro. Fuck, like I don't, that's, that's, I don't want good, that shit. That's good vision. For yes. Fame is, I could, I see fame being. Like the coolest shit ever, like everybody knowing you everywhere you go for like maybe like the, that shit got like a short expiration date on it. Sure. I Very. feel like that shit gonna be raw as hell for like just a that week. Record, who don't, who don't want to be recognized for you work so hard for something? Who don't want to be? Facts. Who don't want to be appreciated and acclaimed? Yeah, for everybody what they loves do? you, giving you stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everybody fuck with you. It's a good feeling. Like you know what I'm saying. They you go to the store, niggas want pictures with you. It's cool, but I can mm. see after like maybe like a year, niggas just want to go to Walmart, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, niggas can't like Meek, Jay Z. Niggas can't. Niggas you can't, can't live a normal life anymore. Ain't no going to the gas station. No that, little bro. bitty shit. So Sit, I, sitting outside somebody's house, just kicking it. You you can't, can't do that. I think about that. The little things that make life like dope, like going to sit in a barbershop. But like I've gotten my haircut inside a barbershop for like two hours after because I just enjoy kicking it there. You can't I, do that shit I if think, you. I definitely think about that. I thought that was just me who think like no. That. I mean, cause I mean, I know everybody excited for fame. You know, we in the clout era. Everybody want to be famous these days. They don't see the the repercussions of of fame. You know what I'm saying? I, I see the other end. You know, I, that's just me. That's my personality too, bro. I'm not like I told y'all earlier. Before outside this rap shit, you know, I'm reserved. I be chilling, mm-hmm. man. So you know, a nigga like me definitely don't want niggas running up to me and shit all the time. But it's it's gonna be love. You know what I'm saying? Meeting fans and shit gonna be cool. I can just. I just see both sides of it. Yeah. I could definitely see myself getting over that fame shit rather quickly, man. Like, all right, mm. all right, this shit kind of, kind of whack. Shit kind of overwhelming, man. I don't know about this. I think that's why a lot of people go crazy too. Think about. I don't all think the fame is for drugs. everybody. Yeah, that niggas getting yeah, all type of shit. I, that this shit get deep. Yeah, I think this shit. You know, what I'm saying? niggas go to L.A. get lost, motherfucking like just get lost man. in the life. Bro. You, I hear horror stories about people who go to L.A. to pursue this or pursue that, but then they end up lo- like losing themselves. Hey, that shit ain't for the weak. Drugs man. or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that, that shit ain't for the weak, man. This fame shit. I don't want to speak like I'm famous and shit. Well, I'm gonna say that fame shit, like that whole life. Can people celebrity. walk up on you and recognize you? Randoms, occasionally. So you're not famous? I wouldn't say like. <laughs> recognizable. I'm on, I'm on my way. I'm on, there I'm you on go. Way. You're, re- you're recognizable. Yeah, 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 you're recognizable. Yeah. I get I get an occasional. Yeah, you, hey, you, you rap, don't you? Uh, yeah. You feel me? It'd be a little bit of that here and mm-hmm. there, but I ain't, I ain't what's man yet. But nonetheless, that life, that life, bro, that shit, 
that shit got you gotta have a strong mind to be able to deal with that shit. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure a lot of them probably go to therapy too, like celebrity therapy. Hundred percent, bro. When you like think, that. bro, fame is not a normal. That shit just it's nothing not about all, it is bro. normal. Nothing. It come mm. with a lifestyle that's appealing. So I see. I know why everybody want to be famous, bro. But to be known everywhere you go is not like you know what I'm saying. That's too much of anything is good. Is bad for you, bro. And that's like just too much. A social life is. What you need, but that's too fucking. We supposed to we social creatures. Well, is it well, even that's a, too much? Is it too much? Is it even a social life at that point? Because you're not really socializing. Because right. yeah, because right. I take because I mean I'm a social person. But I if, think anything that relates to other people, you know, you throw the word so, the word social. Okay. Guys, but not, but I get you though. You it's literally too many people to be social with. You can't talk to. You know what I'm people. saying? Like it has to be one on one thing because I don't want to talk to every single person on the fucking yeah. planet. Yeah, so I, was like, <laughs> I feel like I would be super skeptical too because like unless I. They were already successful, and we were just having a conversation. But if yeah. it was someone that was like either trying to get in or whatever, I'm like, "Why are you talking? To me? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you trying to get? From Even me, down to down to the that remind me of, of females instantly. Like you, you gotta want now that you famous, you gotta wonder. Mm-hmm. Or uh, females, people, niggas in general, people we just trying to you know what I'm saying get on. People yeah. who just are, the people coming around, you gotta wonder yeah. about everybody. Yeah, that sucks. How do you feel that way now? Uh, hell yeah. I don't know why I just did that. Did all of that, all of that uh, shit. Yeah, niggas be trying to, niggas be trying to, I, I just act like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I act blind. I act, I play dumb. Mm-hmm. So I act like I don't see nothing. I know everything. But right. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just act dumb. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Niggas definitely, niggas definitely be, niggas definitely wouldn't be so buddy-buddy if I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? If I ain't have a little something slight going on, you know what I'm saying, on, on the rap side. For yeah, sure. Niggas yeah, wouldn't be, yeah. niggas wouldn't be, be, niggas just be befriending shit a little fast and it'd be obvious. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, like I, don't, I don't know y'all like that, but all right, bro. Whatever. Niggas be trying to get in where they fit in. For sure. That's, but that's, no, that's some shit you got to learn the hard way, though. Like, like for me, like, I was, because, so like me, right, I came from, I was sheltered as a kid. He was really my only friend. And then the other friends I had came from being friends with him. So really, only friends with him. Like, right. now that I'm out and I really started to get older and I've developed my own friendships, I've learned different levels of, and I'm still learning different levels of, okay, when you go be cool with somebody, you got to understand, it's not just y'all grew up and knew each other. You don't know this person. Mm-hmm. There's steps and levels to meeting people. Like, I've always told myself, like, I know how to talk, but learning how to communicate is different. Right. Yeah. That's always been a thing for me. Learning, yeah. you can talk however the fuck you want, but learning how to talk to people, picking up on social cues, meeting new people, all, all this shit is new to me, man. Even like just being here, like this shit is new, bro. Like ye- yesterday, man, I'm like, oh man, I'm about to, I was talking to my girl, I'm like, tomorrow's gonna be crazy. Tomorrow's gonna be well, crazy. Well, this shit ain't man. nothing. <laughs> I was just like, damn, like, what this if, what, nothing, I was bro. like, damn, like, what if you don't wanna talk? No, nah, I wouldn't, not, well, but you do have to consider that because niggas is weird. But no, you don't I'm, I'm, weird, I'm, I'm, bro. Yeah, weird. <laughs> niggas will accept the interview. Niggas will agree to do an interview and don't want to talk. I, yeah, the whole time. I, I would hate to have like, uh, like you remember when the Migos used to do interviews in the beginning? Exactly. No disrespect to the Migos. Them niggas wouldn't speak. Just, that I mean, I, it, literally the, just not answer the question. I'm like, so the, the rappers' teams be making them like, you know what I'm saying? They be making them like. Like you need press. Press helps you get out there. Mm-hmm. So they be having to do them press runs. So they don't be wanting to do them. It's, it's, it wasn't as simple as this case where you yeah. ask like directly. If you ask, if yeah. niggas was to ask the Migos, do they want to interview? They probably leave more real. But 
Oh, yeah. That should be influenced. They be damn near forced to do it. So I, I get it in that sense a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I'm thinking about the times of the show. Like, Breakfast Club is what time in the morning? And then right after Five that, they got to go to another. You gonna, you know oh, yeah, they changed the way they did it, though. But yeah. You're going to get a less energetic uh, version of me for sure. And in uh, in early in the morning like that. Hey, but, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. look forward to getting up at nine in the morning for Breakfast Club. And then we sitting here talking to you, answer you questions Target, and shit. Right? You're going to be like, I'm tired as fuck, know, bro. Right? I'm hungry and I'm ready to go. And then you got another interview right after. Right. So yeah, like, they be on. You gotta remember, they in New York doing a run. press run. Yeah, they not. They not here, yeah, for, they yeah, not here yeah. for that. They have to talk to everybody. See, that's the part of media I don't like. I don't like you how you gonna go to twelve interviews and act, I don't and like ask that the shit. Same question, right? They gonna ask the same shit. Quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. I would like, for example, Drake or any of our bigger artists. They'll do one interview every like three years. Exactly. I like that versus just one long one. Like you know, they just had Drake did the rap radar had three hours. Three. It was crib. like it was like four hours. Uh, it was hella long. It was needed though. You know what I'm saying? We don't hear from you much, so just give us one, one, uh, one extensive one. But like, so, yeah, but I just hate how a lot of things are repeated and that there's so much repeated shit it's a with the same game. questions it's like. A formula. And and I and I don't like that. And one thing I want us to do with our platforms on how to break that formula and then get into a cycle of our own, where it's just like we are giving the people directly what they want to hear. And if it, exactly. it, it can't be everybody because we can't appease everybody, right, but right. at least it's what we want to hear. And there's somebody out there like us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't like how in media everything that same questions like when I when I pull up on people and I talk to them, like when I did P, for example, mm-hmm. like I'll look back and see, okay, did you do any interviews here? Did they ask him this question? I'm not That's, asking you him did, this. You did your due diligence, I'm bro. Not you can tell, you that. can tell uh when you watch these interviews too. When you watch somebody press run, yeah, when it's an artist you're a fan of or something, and you see uh you might watch their Breakfast Club and they uh Hot 97. Hot 97 or whoever else, Angie Martinez, and you could tell when Maybe Angie didn't pay it no attention to the other interviews. Bad example, because Angie do a great job. But Hall of Famer. I'd love to meet you one day. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so now, speaking of P and everything, let's get back to you for a second. Mm-hmm. How does, in, tell me about the beginning of Rich Vision from your perspective. Uh, well, Rich Vision was just the, Rich Vision is what, what was, that shit was born from, that was P's transition from rapper to, Mm-hmm. From rapper to motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? More of a like a because that's like a Diddy, just Chicago. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna get to that. I was gonna say like less Biggie, more. Imagine if Biggie said, "I don't ain't fucking with this shit no more." I'm a, you know, he morph himself into Puff. You yeah, know what I'm just turn it to a different thing, take on a different role and title. Mm-hmm. We was two rappers at first. P said, "I ain't nah, you. F- this ain't. I'm gonna get behind you. You, you. He told you the whole story. He did. You like man." He made the the pivotal, the very pivotal decision. Big sacrifice. Super duper, man. I always, I always, you know, that shit, that shit, man, I don't even know, man. That shit make me, make me go back in the, I get in deep thought every time we even, this shit even come up in conversation because I, I forget about it sometimes, but yeah, pivotal, man. It humbles you. Yeah, pivotal, bro. You know, blessed to have niggas like that around me. You know, everybody want to be in the camera, bro. Everybody want to be in the spotlight. Everybody wanna be I used to do my first shows, everybody niggas hopping all on stage, niggas just wanna be nightmare. <laughs> everybody hopping on stage. I ain't seen some of these niggas in so motherfucking long. Niggas that are named, everybody ain't trying to support you. Some niggas literally just want to be seen. Yeah. Let me get on the stage. Like let me And don't have nothing to provide when right, they get seen. Just, that's the funniest <laughs> shit. <laughs> That'd be the funniest part. So that's that's just that's the world we live in, bro. People get 
lot of satisfaction out of simply being seen, bro. Mm-hmm. Niggas just want attention, bro. Mm-hmm. So to have a to have a P in your circle, you know what I'm saying? We was rapping side by side. We was in this shit together. You know what I'm saying? Literally a, a, a duo like motherfucking Ray Strimmett or the, the, if the Migos had one less person, the same thing. Mm-hmm. He said, man, he could have removed himself completely. Like, I'm just not rapping no more and I'm going to go over here and do whatever. I'm support you, but shit, I ain't rapping no more. He didn't remove himself from it. He just changed position. He just got behind me. Mm-hmm. So he went from rapper to manager, quote unquote. I really still don't consider him a manager because it's just my, it's my brother, man. Facts. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. He went from he went from uh from rapper to manager, partner. You know what I'm saying? I like I'd rather call it a partner. And mm-hmm. now that you know what I'm saying, now that this is more of a thing, now that now that I'm a, you know what I'm saying, I'm a I'm in this position and you the artist, shit, what's the fuck is the what the brand gonna be? Like what the like what the like what is this? You know what I'm saying? What do I really want to do? I think he started just to flirt with the idea of becoming a CEO of a of a starting his own label. Fuck, we gonna be an independent label. We gonna do our shit differently than the majors do it. We gonna just bring a new thing into the world. And the name he came up with was Rich Vision, which was perfect. You know what I'm saying? I love that name too. It's just that shit. It sound. You know what I'm saying? It sound like some empowering shit. It sound mm-hmm. like some new like monumental shit. I like the yeah. whole theme and vibe of it. So that's that's all. The the birth of Rich Vision just come on the heels of P's transition from artist to 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 more of a puff type of, you know what I'm saying, mogul type of standpoint. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole brand too, you know what I'm saying? P is Rich Vision ain't, you know what I'm saying, Rich Vision ain't non existent while that's not put to the side while he in House of Highlights um, literally um basketball mode. Wall. No, that's him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's him, you know what I'm saying? Whether he you know that Rich Vision represents doing what you want. It's not all about music. P do P in the music world and the sports world. So, you know, it's just a brand. It's a lifestyle brand. That's what it is. It's mm-hmm. a lifestyle brand, and it was birthed from that. From you know, what I'm saying, from somebody figuring out themselves and 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 deciding to you know, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna play the role that I was. I'm gonna play the role that I think I should play, and I'm gonna do everything that I want to do. That's mm-hmm. how it was built. Then, then I met Go. Hey, now it's three of us. No, then we meet, you know what I'm saying, this person and that person. It's just it's just growing, man. It's a collective of different type of people, a couple artists, couple producers. Hey, is an artist now. It's just a growing thing. It's a growing and living thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just a creative lifestyle team. And that's that's really that. How did you feel when, you know, P first approached you with the idea for Rich Vision? Uh the idea for Rich Vision or yeah. like the decision for him to get behind me, like which, no, the, the idea, idea for, for Rich, Rich Vision. Vision. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember that conversation. Like, hey, this is what I'm gonna call. I just remember him starting to call it. I don't think he like presented it. Okay, presented it in like a formal way. He ain't like make it a big a slideshow and shit. Right? That nigga probably just threw that shit in his bio, and you know what I'm saying. We all just like follow suit type of thing. Or, mm-hmm. or he might did tell us. I just really don't remember. But I know it wasn't like a big. He didn't lay it all on the table like, all right, y'all, this the goal, this the this what it's called. You know what I'm saying? It was it was very casual however he did it. So it wasn't really much of a thing. But I know I'm proud of what this shit has become for sure. And what it's growing into. Oh, yeah. I, I could tell you that. I could tell you how I feel right now, for sure. I'm mm-hmm. proud. Most definitely. No, I was gonna, I was actually interested on the other end of the question about how did you feel about when he decided to kind of get behind you in the whole part in the whole thing. That shit was man. That shit was it caught me totally totally off guard. I still got you got to remember, bro. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't rapping with the nigga like man, yo, this nigga. I ain't feeling no type of low key way in my head like man. Yo, I'm 
I'm better than him, man. And he, man, shit, man. I walk the band, man. It would be better if, you know, it was just me. I have no, we in this shit. I'm right. It's my boy. We in this shit together. This is what it is. So I'm not even, I didn't even see that shit coming, period. It was totally left field. I still remember the day, you know, I still remember that moment of like picking up my phone, getting them texts and reading that shit. I'm like, I was just like, well, my initial reaction is damn. Like, Damn, was the number one word that came to my mind. I couldn't <laughs> believe that he was stepping down from music. You just gotta remember, like I said, bro. P was rapping. He been rapping before, way before this shit was trendy. Y'all know everybody rap now. P mm-hmm. was rapping. We the day I met that boy in sixth grade, seventh grade, sixth grade. I believe P been rapping. I think I saw a tweet he put up the other day. It said, uh, on his on his wall, he he said he want to get signed to J. Dreamville Cole Records. Will, J Cole will sign me. Yeah, yeah, I remember he had that shit plastered on his motherfucking like above his bed, like right. Like mm-hmm. up to the wall. Yeah, he was on it for sure. Like Damn. he been rapping, bro, for a long time. So you gotta take that into account. You know what I'm saying? The nigga who been rapping since the day you've known him, he's sending you a text like, "Hey, I'm I'm done with that." Mm-hmm. No, he loved that shit. He ain't say I don't love it no more. He was like, "I'm not doing it for X reasons, X, Y, and Z." But I know how much he loved that shit, so I know that wasn't an easy decision for him. And I know Pete don't just—he's not impulsive either. So if he texting me about this shit. He thought about this shit. Mm. This was a calculated decision. So I was mostly, I was mostly shocked that he even doing that. But then I then behind that shock was, you know what I'm saying? I realized the type of, you know, the type of nigga I'm dealing with. I've been knew this was my boy for sure. But that, you know, shit went on a that my admiration and appreciation for 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 our friendship, you know what I'm saying, and our brotherhood for sure certainly grew in that moment. Just for him to that, that shit spoke volumes, bro. I see, I I know. I ain't speaking about just niggas around me. I'm talking other situations or whatever. Like you can see everywhere you look, bro, niggas wanna be in that light, bro. Niggas want that attention. No niggas want the glory. Niggas wanna shine even if it ain't they shine. Even if they not old to shine. They wanna get next to something that's shining. Like that's mm-hmm. that shit is important to niggas for some fucking reason. A nigga like me, I don't want no glory for nothing that I'm I play the back, you know what I'm saying? Don't even look at me unless I did something to deserve it. Like mm-hmm. that's just me personally. But just knowing that a lot of niggas out here is like that, and P had the, you know what I'm saying, and P is the whole total opposite where he, you know what I'm saying, he he the type of nigga to, he was real enough, he was wanted enough to, you know what I'm saying, not just remove himself from the situation, but to be, be say, man, I'm, I'm a, I'll, I'll pour myself into whatever, into the, to the operation, I'll get behind you and, and help you with this shit. Instead, I'll be behind the scenes. You know, I don't need no, you know, my foot don't even gotta see me, but I wanna help you win. I was, you know, so I was just proud. You know what I'm saying? I was just happy to, you know what I'm saying, even even just to know that you got the right people around you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you look around and you ain't in a part of the right situation, you'd be like, damn, this ain't really my crowd. But you know, that was I, I had the opposite of that moment. You know what I'm saying? I had a that was a moment of gratification. I mean gratification. Satisfaction, you know what I'm saying? Gratitude, right gratification. <laughs> it was a moment of, you know what I'm saying? It was a moment of that, of 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 just realizing what I got. You know what I'm saying? I realized I was a part of something. I knew this shit was going somewhere for sure. Just, you know, you don't get these type of pieces to fall in place for no cause. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? I was I was ecstatic, bro. I was I was I was after the other than the shock, I was ecstatic. I was ecstatic, ecstatic that uh that, you know what I'm saying, that bro would do that. That bro would be humble enough to, to change possessions and and take that step, for sure. It also shows you the sign of a good leader, too. For sure. Because you yeah, don't yeah. always have to be in control to or be the main person to help a situation go right or something like that. Mm-hmm. You the one who, who helped the most, and you damn near see the least in the operation. You ain't, 
Nigga don't be in no videos or nothing. You don't even know he helping. If you a Flex fan, shit, you well, you would know him from watching interviews and shit. But if you know, if you just got up on me today and started following me throughout my career for the next couple months or something, you probably won't know who P is. But you know, he the one who helped me make this album what it is and helped me make all of these decisions that helped the overall brand and process grow. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, real selfless type of nigga, man. Real nigga for sure. How uh, how did you run into Hayes? Mutual friend. Mm. On some like if you was like, hey bro, uh like we me and you go to school together, we mm -hmm. meet meet from wherever we at and I was at Western at the time and one of my homies, you know what I'm saying, one of my homie Mike, mm -hmm. he uh he just was like he, he found out I rap. You know, I was at Western rapping and shit too. I was one year in at that point. I was new to it, but I was rapping. He hey bro, my homie, bro, I got a homie, he hard on the beats. Like y'all should you should fuck with him, bro. And it was go Hayes, you feel mm -hmm. me? He had he's he pointed Hayes to my Twitter. Hey, he hit me with a DM. Rest was history. That's it. Just a mutual friend. Cause you want to talk about who the pandemic has affected in a negative or positive way. He's That's, been fucking yeah. hot. Right, all something, bro. I don't know you're not on Twitter like that, but man, bro, literally every day for like a month, two months, this man put out like a new beat. But I see it on his Instagram, man. It's probably that more on Twitter, bro. Dude's just hard, bro. Working constantly. Hard, but then That's how you got to do it though, you know? Consistency. But then, like, he also would put out, like, the motivational tweets and everything and all the other different kind of shit. Like, that, that's been one of my favorite Twitter accounts. Sure. Or, or, of course, the pandemic, like, without a doubt. Rightfully so. That's him, too. He ain't, I'm, I'm here to vouch, too. That's, that's really who he is, too. Like, mm -hmm. Hayes is just that type of person. Hayes don't really got nothing negative to say. He won't say it at all. Mm -hmm. We crack our little jokes. So niggas of course. Like, you know, we be popping our little shit in the group chat or whatever. But right. Hayes, Hayes embody that. What you yeah. see on his Twitter, that's you know what I'm saying. That's what you definitely what you get in real life. Hayes is, Hayes is, Hayes is, he's that. You know what I'm saying. He's a motivational type nigga. He worked. That boy worked hard. Been a motherfucker, as you can see. Mm -hmm. I don't even gotta tell you that. And you know, we we all reaping the you know the benefits. You know what I'm saying. The, the fruits of, of of that label. You know what I'm saying. It's contagious. You know I gotta work. When Hayes get in his bag, I get in mine. I say it all the time. Separation was easy for me to make. It was an easy. It was an easy thing to execute. Why? Not because I'm Mr. Super Rapper and I'm just the best nigga in the world, but because production production plays a very large part in making an album and man, like how could I have went wrong when Hayes was in his bag the way he was, you know what I'm saying? Like the song song start with a beat. Now, if I when I go to make when I go to work on music, I load the computer up, go check my emails, let me flip through these beats in here. Man, Hayes was delivered. The song start with the motherfucking beat. Hayes, yeah. Hayes was just throwing me oops. He throwing oops, bro. Just all day, nigga. Just nigga. What he the best, bro? He niggas hard. What's your favorite uh, beat on Separation? That's a new question. Niggas always ask me my yes. favorite song fuck on Separation. Fuck yes, that's the fuck I'm talking about. Everybody asks my favorite song Let's on Separation. Fucking Man, go. I mean, stumped. I don't really know how to pick one. Still don't got one because I love a lot of them bitches a lot equally. My favorite beat. Favorite beat. Favorite maybe, maybe without looking, maybe maybe fear of God, but let me look though. <laughs> favorite beat on separation. Mm. That's tough. What about you, Pierce? You got one? I got mine. I've been listening to this shit for a, lot, a while. I got so mine. Yours. Uh, um, don't say it. Oh, okay. Don't even say it. Because I don't want to skew your opinion. I get you. I got three now that I look. I don't know how to pick one. It's Christian Dior, Fear and God, 
And found in me. And you was going to say found, found in me. me. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> found in me. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm always be a, a big sample fan. I mean, my first really exposure to music, you like you thinking. Yeah, it's, it's between. I'm, I'm I'm trying to pick one between. I'm going to knock Fear God off and I'm going to, it's going, I can't pick between Found in me and Christian Dior though. Like yeah. that bop, that slow bop that Christian Dior got. Yeah. That classic feel that that yeah. shit got. Thanks for asking. It's solid too. Sure. I mean, they're all really solid, but if yeah. I had to pick, bro, found in me is probably like the hardest. And I, I ain't arguing. I ain't arguing with you at all on that. And honestly, and let me get your thoughts on this. When you put out Glory, mm-hmm. honestly, I really feel like Be, Be Still could have been separation. On... Yes. Yeah, I already know. I said, I said the same yes. thing. Yes. Like, it it sounds like I made it during that. Yes, it yeah, does. Like, I didn't, though. I didn't. That was, uh, you do have songs that get... Obviously, I recorded more songs than what ended up making the album, right. so some get left off. Mm-hmm. That shit really do sound like one of the songs that got left off, though. Around that same time. It do, but it wasn't, though. I made that shit afterwards, and yeah, facts, real shit. Them samples, bro. It's the samples. I, I love samples. Yeah, I'm always going to be... My first, music, my first music experience was Kanye. Graduation, to be exact. You can tell Hayes is, you know what I'm saying, Hayes is heavily influenced, inspired by, by Ye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank God he is. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first music taste? Fifty. Fifty mm. Cent, my first, my first favorite rapper. I'm I'm heavy on like the uh I'm heavy on like the the um the the what coast the East Coast like influence like Biggie and uh Biggie and Biggie like, uh like Wu Tang? Nah, not nah, mostly mostly Biggie and Fifty. Them was like okay. my first like Gang, like fifties like gangster rap. That I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fifty fifty first after the massacre was the first album that I ever not nah, stop. The fifty was she trying to break out the case. If we brought her out and she sat, well, would she be calm or would she be all over the place? She don't be doing too much. Oh, okay, never mind. Probably so. I don't okay. know. Yeah. It's it's just whatever, bro. It's it's really nothing. I don't wanna all right, I'll let her out. She gonna nah, hell no, nah, bro. Because if we're going to waste 30 seconds of us saying hey to y'all, so fuck it. Okay, cool. We're going to continue. <laughs> uh, what, um, yeah, but as far as the East Coast rappers and shit, 50. 50 and Biggie. I just remember, I remember uh, my pops exposed me to music early. Mm. Like, I remember being, you know, you just remember random shit. Mm. I just remember being in the backseat as a little ass boy hearing a lot of shit. Mm. My pops is a big, he big on music. I remember hearing hella everything from all the rap shit, LL Cool J and... Biggie, Pac, and all the, you know, all the classic, like, rap artists to, like, Prince and motherfucking James Brown and shit. And I just, I took a liking to, um, I took a liking to that, to all that New York ass shit for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know why. I don't know if he played, just, if I just heard a lot of New yeah. York shit growing up or what, but. Well, was it the first thing you heard? I don't know, Because sometimes the first thing that we hear. I know that 50 Cent, I know that Massacre album was the first album that I got to sit with. Like, mm. my pops went in the store. Remember niggas used to, well, you know. You don't remember probably because we wasn't buying CDs, but remember CD when our CDs niggas was buying CDs when we was young, when we was like fifth grade. Graduate, sure. I got a CD for Christmas once. Yeah, yeah, I got a. Sure. I think I got a. I got a, I got a Chris Brown CD at the crib, um, and graduation was on CD. Yeah, we had CDs. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah, definitely we had, CDs. had CDs. Yeah, so we weren't able to go buy them though. We were kids. Exactly. That's what it was. I remember my pops went to go. He stopped in the store to get the to grab a CD. And he came back out with the massacre, the Fifty Cent, the massacre CD, and he threw it in, and he was mad as hell when he found when he realized he bought the the uh, the, the radio version. He was mad, <laughs> so he like I think I don't know if he let me have it or I just took that bitch. 
And yeah. that was the first album that I sat with. Like the only I'm hearing music and passing at this point. I'm a little kid. Yeah. But this the first album, nigga. I'm finna put in the motherfucking like CD play or whatever the fuck I did. And really, yeah. I'm finna listen to this. I listen to that bitch and learn every word on that bitch. So that was like my introduction. That was me just falling in love with music in general. Not saying, oh, I wanna rap now, but just enjoying music. Mm-hmm. Some just music fan, music nerd type shit. That was the beginning of that for me. So yeah, that was my early, early inspiration. I'm still not to this day. At this point in time, and since I was 16, Meek, my favorite rapper, so still very much mm. East Coast influenced. Like, uh, you know, he from Philly. Like, I don't know, I don't know what my uh, what my affinity for that that side, that style of rap. Yeah, uh, I don't know what what it's about, but that's just that's what I like. What do you think Meek's best project is? His last album was really good. Championship is Meek's best album. It could have went without if he would have made it more concise. If he would have cut. If the day that Meek make that album of all like real like that introspective like the street shit, the the trauma type shit, the championship, uh, uh, hundred summers. If he if he would have stayed in that lane more, and not tried to, the day that Meek lead the club records alone, he gonna have that flawless. He gonna mm. make that flawless album. I think Meek like turned up shit always. He's and always I, been that turn rapper to me. So even even hearing on that track with Ellie Mae was kind of off for me. It's a lifestyle thing. Like Meek, if you follow on Instagram, you see he be in the club. So he, it's natural for a nigga who yeah. be in the club and who living like that. Right, four wheelers and shit. To want a club, that's how he yeah. living. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he ain't reaching. It's just the type of nigga he is. Mm-hmm. But that shit for the streets, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. that shit that you just drive to. That's when he had his when he talking real shit. That's that's when Meek at his best, and and that's I think that's when he in the league of his own too. Like you might, he might be going bad. It's cool, but can't nobody fuck with Meek under the on the Tony on the Tony Story side and on the on the uh, cold hearted side. You know them type of songs. You know what I'm mm. saying? Meek 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 a different rapper when he get in a certain bag. So I wish. I just wish he stayed in that mode, but championships though, nonetheless. If it was, if you take like three of them songs off championship, mm-hmm. perfect album. I think the part that really blew me apart about the album is it was a good album, of course. And I'm not gonna sit here and say yeah, I love it. I think that's his best one. I love yeah, and I'm not the biggest Meek fan, but like the whole feature really caught me off guard, and I think it really kind of reminded people that that Meek the is the whole feature. Yeah. Oh, what's free? Right, right. Because it's just like, it kind of reminded people that Meek Mill is still that nigga. The whole shit with Drake or whatever kind of made people look at him differently. But that's still a talented dude. Meek, mm-hmm. the proof that, whether you're a fan of Meek or not, the proof that Meek is a special talent is the fact that he was able to reemerge after that Drake shit. Yeah. 0% of artists was coming. I mean, uh, uh, 99.9% of people were not coming zero. out of that shit. Niggas wasn't, ain't, ain't no coming back from that. Bro. Nah, bro. Mm-mm. Ain't no coming back from that. You gotta, you gotta be on some shit. You gotta be, you gotta be different to come back from that, bro. That's yeah. nothing. So That's that, that, yeah. that alone speaks value, but that mm-hmm. lets you know how important he is to the, make important to the culture, whether you like him or not. You Facts. Know what I'm sure. And that's the proof. The fact that he still is the proof. Before them making up. They made yeah. up after the fact. He yeah. still had a career after that shit. So he was a laughing stock for a little sake. Nigga, you know the internet gonna be the internet, bro. I, I ain't gonna act holier than now. He, I, I was definitely laughing at it. I, I remember that. How could you not? It, it <laughs> I was it disappointed was in his performance. I thought I he should have just responded a little bit quicker. Way quicker. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's what I heard him because when Drake dropped just those two, and it's like you're still waiting on your first yeah, response. It's like, it, on, was, it, it was bad. It was yeah. it was bad, man. Was, you gotta remember, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm the biggest Meek fan, so nigga, I was I was I was sick. 
at some point for sure. I was frustrated right with you, but I know he was going to prevail, though. He prevailed. I, yeah. I, I just remember the night that shit happened. We got back from the J. Cole concert We at the 2014 Four Seals Drive Tour. Y'all got to see Cole live? Oh, I've seen Cole live twice. And, yeah, you seen him twice. I've seen him once. I've seen him twice. I saw the 2014 Four Seals Drive, and then I saw the KOD tour. Yeah. Um, I'll let see Cole live. I didn't mean to cut you off. You good, bro? No, you're good, bro. It was amazing. One of the best shows. The and best show I ever went to was a Jay Z concert. Oh. I got to see him at the United Center, like Jesus. after the on the four 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 tour. That was probably insane. Fuck, that I don't man, know. It was crazy. Was Beyonce with him? It was just him. Um, <sighs> that man performed for like you gotta remember how old Hov is, bro. Forty. Hov, damn the Hov, very close to fifty. He was close to fifty <laughs> at that time. If you above, if you above forty, he's fifty now. He probably is, he is fifty, 50 now. now. He might be at that time. He's probably like forty-seven or some shit like that. Performing with no backing vocals for two hours. Oh, sounding, sounding. Oh, he had no back, no backtrack. No, just beat, straight beat, and that shit was sounding like that's that was that shit was all Still. live vocal performing. That shit sounded just like the song. He did that shit for two hours, like a two hour set. That shit was crazy. Shh. You know how hard it is to rap for two hours? No, I don't. Perform for two hours? That's crazy. Okay, when did two songs in? When bruh, I'm in the car, yeah, no, I'm. Right? I mean, I'll be, I'll be in the crowd trying to. Uh, and I get tired, so no, I, I don't know. I've thrown my voice out in the first like fifteen minutes of performing a couple times. Like, really? Yeah, you got it. It's a skill to that. Like, yeah, know how yeah. to control your your breathing and your voice and shit like that. It's a whole art and skill to that, bro. So two hours, bro. I would have never been able to do that. That takes a lot of practice. Do you get in the gym so that you can perform better? Uh, or were I, you I try, before the pandemic? I, I I go to the gym just because. Mm. So you know, so not not because of the rap shit. So shit. I don't know if I, I don't know if it helped my vocal performance though. If it helped my win though, I just, I don't know. That's some shit I'm still trying to I, perfect. Maybe, that should take, that should take repetition. You bro. could like maybe like get on the treadmill and like rap, try to rap, do, and just kind of control your. That's breathing. smart. That's what. That's what. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I think singers do that. Like they walk, uh, they be on the treadmill and like heels and shit, like singing. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. practice. Just. You got practice. That's yeah. smart. But I always thought, like, if it's if it's about physical conditioning, and that's why I hear, and I used to be confused as to, like, why certain rappers, like, you see him performing and they skip a word, they skip a word. I'm like, yo, he missed the whole line. What the fuck? But I get it. You fucking tired. Trying to breathe, bro. Niggas <laughs> is trying to breathe, bro. That that's why you see the rappers just holding the mic out. Like, I, hope, <laughs> I hope they know the words of this song, man. Yeah, no, nah, that performing tiring, bro, for real. You need hella water when you perform. What, what's been your longest performance, minute-wise? I performed an hour before. Like uh, at my own show, you know, some uh-huh. headliner show. I performed for uh, for an hour, and that was exhausted. After I can only imagine how that nigga felt after two hours. And he was forty seven. He, he did brief intermissions, like right. brief intermissions where he'd go change real quick and shit. While you listen to another song, you down there don't even notice. Who, who opened? Who opened for that tour? Vic Mensa, Vic and some more people. Vic Mensa and a couple more wow, people. Wow, Vic Mensa was on tour with JC. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Damn, I didn't know he had that many fans. Shit. Yeah. Not even trying to. Not, not even trying to, trying to shit on him. I just didn't know he was on tour with him. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. They, did did Chance open that show too? But they were they they were on tour over. They just opened up in that city. It might have been the city because it's Chicago, so I wouldn't be. Vic might have been. Vic might have been on tour with him, bro. No bullshit. That's what he, he, he might have been, bro. That's yeah, fine. Y'all don't remember seeing pictures of Vic and Jay Z some years back? I remember that shit. So I wasn't mm-hmm. shocked that he was there. I miss who the other uh, openers was. We had, I remember we went to the car. Mm. We ran to the car real quick to motherfucker forgot something in that motherfucker. So we missed most of the openers, but we know Vic did for sure. We actually missed his performance too. We just know that he performed. He just put out a project too. Vic Mensa did. Did he? 
Uh, yeah, he did. He put out an album like like a month ago, I think. Hayes just produced for him. Hayes got a uh, song with Vic now. Yeah, I, that's where I heard it from, through Hayes. Yeah. But uh, what do you think of some of the keys to throwing a really good show live? To, I mean, that's um, I'm, I'm a little confused about the question. To throwing one? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, as a, as a, performer, as a performer. My bad. The, okay. My bad. Yeah, not as a promoter, a performer. My bad. Engagement. Mm-hmm. Engagement, knowing, like having some sort of crowd control, knowing how to interact with the crowd and knowing how to know. You know what the, not know to everything I just said, mm-hmm. but in addition, um, the sequencing, bro, the set list, I spent a mm-hmm. lot, I used to spend a lot of time, bro, like figuring out what to perform and when, when to go high and when to go low and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In terms of like how to level out the energy and shit, knowing not to do like, three introspective songs in a row because the energy just gonna get too low. That's the hardest part. Mm. If you can master if you can master the track list, that should control if you place all the right songs in the right spots, that'll control the how the entire experience feel for the uh what's that. So I would say good sequencing is very important for for uh, uh throwing a successful show. You know what I'm saying? You gotta just keep that in mind. Keep the energy in mind. Mm. You might love these three songs, but like is it Smarts to do them back to back to back, depending how like they the reaction that you're expecting from the crowd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to know how to keep them, keep it fun. Now, did you get a chance to perform separation at all or no? Nope. That sucks. I ain't performed. I can't wait to perform Sosa, bro. I can't <sighs> wait to perform Sosa. So on your track, if you could kind of off the top of your head, what do you think your track list would be right now if you had to perform separation tonight? In 10 minutes. Ten minutes. In ten minutes, what? Shit? When you leave here, you on stage. Like I, I can't even. I can't even do that on the fly right now. I could not. Nah, that's some shit, up, nigga. I'm gonna overthink it, so I'm gonna overthink nah, it. Same, same, like, nah, same. Yeah. same. I'm gonna change that bitch fifteen to yeah. whatever I even tell y'all right now. Not even gonna be true. So shit, it'd be true at this moment. But before I get there, I'm gonna rearrange that motherfucker yeah. two more times. You wanna make sure it's perfect. Got to. I'm a perfectionist for sure. I'm gonna be nitpicking like more. I need a good team. I need like a couple of. So important to have them couple of guys you trust to Think, run shit by. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not too many, because too many opinions is bad, because them them two might say one thing, they say one thing, because now, now we just divide. Too many chefs in the kitchen. But for yeah. sure. But yeah. a couple of, one or two opinions that you really trust, that you can rely on, definitely need that, bro, because I'm indecisive. So I, I, sure. like, I like to keep it at an odd number. If, I, if we're making a decision, mm-hmm. if I include myself as an odd number, mm-hmm. so it'll be me, him, and Jordan. That's three people. Mm-hmm. So that's I. Whatever I think, whatever they think, and right. then you know what I'm saying, oh, like that was dumb. But it's like, needed, whatever your system is, every, I love my system. Every operation needs that. Every every organization, operation, whatever the fuck you want to call it, y'all, that's needed. Oh, I used to, I used, I'm used to getting treated in the group chat. Man, Niggas treat me like shit in the group chat. Man, shit. I just truth, motherfuckers, <laughs> bro. I try to throw out. I say, yo, let's do milk cartons. It is that. Why bad. would you do milk cartons? That's a damn like, bro. Can you, can you imagine throwing up a throwing up like a Ridge Vision or separation on the side of a milk carton in 2019? I thought that had been a dope idea because well, who else like, is doing it? Like, where's the milk carton going though? Like, what is it for? Anywhere in any stores, anything. You ain't gonna Isn't be able to get it. In for, like missing people. Why <laughs> <laughs> you just take just taking that? I guess, but they don't even... I'm just saying, if say we... Obviously, this is... I'm saying this, obviously, is a really fucking hard idea to get on side of a milk carton. Right. It's an but idea, though. It's an idea, it's but an like... Idea, if, match, if you could, if you could pull that off, of course. You know, niggas is buying milk, so yeah. Then, then, Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's Every, niggas, Everybody yeah. might... Everybody buy milk, so if you see that, like, oh, I... Plus, it's also a thing where it's like, damn, I haven't seen this 
I haven't seen something on the side of milk carton in a very long time. So it will catch your eye. Thank you. That's, Do people look yeah, at milk cartons sure. like that, though? No, well, because, they, because they know nothing's on it. ain't nothing now, but if you see something now, you, you certainly look, for sure. That's you know true. what I'm saying? It's impossible to pull off. Now, you need to know, like, a dairy, uh, a milk company. I would need right? a label behind me for the resources. <laughs> I mean, that's probably <laughs> a hell of money, too. That's a yeah, ton of money I don't too. have. Absolutely. It was more just like, let me just shoot this. I'm, I'm a very, let me just shoot this shit out and see what happened type person. Well, they could have, I mean, if that, was a, if that happened to be a bad idea. See, that's what you got to know. You got to... Some things I ask for, I ask bro, I run by them, but I already decided. Like mm. when I picked, when I picked the name for my album, Separation. If bro, them didn't like it, I was probably still gonna use that motherfucker. <laughs> Cause you gotta know a good thing, even if people don't agree. Sometimes they ain't gonna be able to see it. Facts, yeah. But if that was a bad idea, if the milk car thing was a bad idea, and they told you no, nah, that's better than a yes man. That's oh, way yeah. better than having a yes man. Yes. So you know them the them them the fr- them friends. Before I wasted millions, I ain't got millions of dollars, but <laughs> no. I went in debt because that's definitely a million dollar project. Now that I'm really sitting and thinking about it, that's yeah, for, that's that's, that's sure, a lot. Yeah, it's a million dollar yeah. project, man. You rather get treated, rather you're treated by your friends, you know that, what I'm saying, than for them to be like, oh, yeah, bro, yeah, you should, yeah, do that. Sending you off and shit. Yeah, yeah. Your right off. Exactly. They just, they and send you off. You know what I'm saying? And then like on top of that, like you had your decision because like separation was your project. Well, like with mm-hmm. the podcast, it was three of us at the time. Well, and it's to this day, it's two of us. So I can't just be go. I gotta consult my man's first. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So I don't know though. I'm, I'm a big. I'm just gonna fire it off and see what happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm very that's, impulsive at times. Hey. Rather that though than you know not saying anything and then just yeah talking. I'm the opposite. Out of giving, I'm the opposite. Know? I I'd sit and sit and wrestle with some shit and think about some shit for days, hella days before I run it. By the what's name? Something bro, them asked me. You got the title yet? I low key got it. I'm just not sure about it yet. Yeah, like, no, I don't even know yet. <laughs> I'm gonna tell them. No, I know I'm gonna tell them tomorrow or the next day. But I just, you know, what I'm saying, I be having to make sure I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I just be, I be trying to make sure. I'm just trying to see if I'm sure about this or not. See, for you, it's days. For me, it's hours. I'm very minutes. And then you shoot it. You write in the group chat with it. Write in the group chat with it. Yeah, no, I ain't like that. I'm, I'm, I try to. I'm, I'm. I was gonna say calculated, but now I'm just the overthinker. That's what I do. I overthink. I hate it. It's good and bad because I don't do. I'm not impulsive. Overthinking keeps you from being impulsive, which is good, but should have drive you crazy too. But overthinking, overthinking to paralyze you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like you let it. Yes. Like I've there be times I literally sit there. I'll be like, okay. About this, this is ABC. And it's just stressful, nigga. Thinking all just that's just my. I wish my brain, I wish I could just hit a button and just turn my motherfucking. Oh, I had a knob, yeah, just slow your thoughts down and just get yourself to relax, bro. Let me tell you, let me tell you how my brain worked. So, as I told you, I was coming here, and even before this, it's I don't know if it's become like a ritual for me, but every time we have a guest. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a ritual or just how my body's gonna work, mm. but it's like it's like come to the free throw line. You do the same thing every time. Every time we've had on a guest, it's gone great. But my process before it is: is it gonna go good? Is the equipment gonna work? Damn, what's about to happen? It's a guest. Cause someone to be there? Are they gonna cancel? Like, what the fuck is gonna happen? But then, as soon as I get to it, whatever it is, I'm straight. Yeah. So like over th- I'm, in, I'm in the car with her, but I park. I'm like, okay, hope this goes well. Hope this goes well. Yada yada. As soon as I park, I get on the phone with you. I'm like, we good. Yeah, we straight. It's, you just have to get here. And, as soon, you know, as, just have to get over a certain. As person. soon as I get set my foot out the car, I'm like, oh, we good. This, this shit finna go crazy. But then let me go home or whatever and be like, man, oh, God, I hope this is received well. <laughs> well, then what, once well, I you put finna it, get, you finna get right back in your head. Yeah, you know, just I, live in your head a little bit. Yeah, it's it's the balance between we living are, in here versus living out here. We all do mm-hmm. to some extent. Some mm-hmm. just worse than others. That's do you have, do you have any ideas that you putting off? Not that you. I don't want you to share them. Cause you know, but do you have any ideas that you putting off that you overthinking about right now? 
y'all been contemplating on this one idea for weeks now. Mm-hmm. Just regarding, uh, I could share it a little bit. Just regarding how I want to release. And I can edit it out too if you want. If to I'm not straight, straight uh, uh, just regarding how I want to, uh, how and I know. Well, not even how and if, because I know that I do want to. I'm trying to just see how I should go about my next release. Mm. Whether I should package something together or keep coming individually and when to do it. I'm doing, really could have did this shit. Uh, what's today? Today, motherfucker. Today's Monday. Today, Monday. I really could have did it this past Friday and the last, and the mm-hmm. Friday before that, but I'm just really, I don't even, I can't even tell you why I didn't. I'm just overthinking. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, I always do. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't, I also know that I'm not hurting nothing by waiting. Either. Facts, so I'm yeah. Just, you know, I just like to weigh my options until sometimes I weigh them bitches out till the last second. Which yeah. is fine. Sometimes last second ain't too terrible. It gives you clarity. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to rush a decision if you don't have to. You know exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting on, on that right time right now. Have you ever, I, this is an idea. I had this with somebody else, but no one used it. Well, you don't smoke, so I guess it don't matter. But, and again, I have these ideas, but they're probably like a stupid, crazy, hard to get. But what if you were to, and you don't smoke, so I guess it don't really matter. No. Nope. But maybe someone else out there, if you like, would get them printed on like blunt wraps. What? What? Like, what? Like on blunt wraps. What's been on blunt On the wrappers? Yes. On the actual wraps themselves. Like the two-pack comes in. Yeah. Like, like say separation. Say you were to get separation printed on like a two-pack of blunts. Uh, Everybody named Mama Smoke. You don't smoke, so it doesn't work for you. Unless you want to. Shit, you can have it. I don't care. Bro, cool one, th- one cool thing smoke. about branding, bro. If you could get that shit, if you could get that product name on anything that's going to get seen by hella people, there is no bad idea. It's just that that's shit just get idea. technical. Yeah, that, that that's just a good get technical. Idea. That's a it's technical and it's probably a lot of money, a lot of steps. You probably you, go through damn near. You, you would need that endorsement for that. Yeah, and you have to persuade them to a nigga put hey, put my uh, shit on the and that and the, you're gonna have, you're gonna have to go through the FDA. Yeah, and that's just, gonna be a lot. Yeah, these ideas are good. They just seem impossible to pull off. Yeah, it just seem they just seem far fetched. I'm a dreamer. As you should be. I, yeah. I just be I didn't shooting. I said it was imp- not impossible. Almost impossible. Very, no, very damn near impossible. <laughs> but I mean, not yeah. quite. Travis Scott, he just he has a PS5 deal That's and true. a McDonald's deal yeah, I was and just, a shoe deal. And I couldn't. I couldn't deal, believe so. when I just sent the PS5 one right, yeah, like, right behind it. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Like, so damn. he has his own PS5? No, no he's just like, the, he's in, he's he got a PS5 commercial. He has a PS5 deal. The McDonald's one threw me off because when's the last time I seen somebody major with a meal? Michael Jordan had a meal. 90s. Yeah, in the 90s. In the 90s, bro. A, a fucking meal? Travis Scott getting money. To the, He's getting money. But the meal, man, I was expecting something a little bit I expected something new. Yeah, That's what the fuck just, I wanted. I didn't want no just, shit I could what, buy. What was whatever. It, a double, a quarter pounder? With bacon. With bacon. And barbecue sauce. Yeah. Like, yeah. And barbecue sauce uh, on that bitch? I, it's I on the think side. So. Okay. It's like a little <laughs> packet. I, I thought it was going to be something new they introduced to the menu, not just some shit you can order separately. I don't know. I guess it's just whatever they order. I think Quavo has one, too. They got getting one. I just, I, I oh, they got them wrap snacks. First of all, them shits are it disgusting. Can't be, it can't be a small. I heard wrap snacks was decent. You probably just had the wrong flavor. Snacks. When I do I never get them, they're decent. I never had none of them, but decent. Mm. That bag is ridiculous, I, I, though, bro. I, 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 oh, what? McDonald's yes. and PlayStation, Sony, nigga, and Nike. You got well, like his fan base. As much as it is like us, it's also it's kids, uh, white kids at that. I think, I think more, Ooh, kids. way more white kids. That's for sure. You you know what's crazy though? It's like we went to go see YB and Corday. Uh, was it this year? I fuck with mm-hmm. him. I like him. Corday, he hard. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and people have always talked about you know white kids are running rap, white kids are running rap, and you know I hear and I believed it, but this first time we saw it, we were literally me, him, and our guy, three black people. We were probably three of maybe eight black people in that whole show. The rest was just 
young white kids. It was crazy. It's a lot of rap, uh, a lot of concerts. I mean, that one, the Logic one we went to. I expected that though, because Logic is the half fucking, white. Yeah, I think this. Uh, I think it's beautiful. I think it always been like that though, bro. It been like that. I don't mm-hmm. think that's even nothing new. That's just the main consumers. They love. They love the culture, bro. They just love our shit. It's just funny because a lot of them kids. The same kids who probably don't even really even like black people like that. Saying <laughs> little, they probably be saying little slick shit, little racist mm-hmm. shit. Don't even probably know they racist. Or their parents don't fuck with it. But mm-hmm. the culture though, they they like that music and all, and all that shit. And all the and the dances and shit. Oh like, yeah, they the like TikTok the and all the other shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's been like that. You know, they the main consumers. So if you had to, what do you think your main consumers are music wise? Like if you had to describe a flex fan. I think my it's changing, man. I think my demographic getting since like post separation. I think my demographic getting a little older. My music can't, mm. separation is like a grown like them. That shit is like niggas who love rap, like how rap used to be. Like like that. That's I've got a. I can see that I got a lot of those new type of fans. A lot of my new supporters are from that cloth. Damn, they're older than me type shit. Mm-hmm. So shit, the new and considering that's like the new. You know what I'm saying? That's my. That's my direction now, you know, for the most part. Shit, my demographic is looking like niggas my age and up, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think my meal as I go forward, bro, less and less. I think kids will come, kids will learn to like me later. Like, I remember, I don't know if I, what, I'll just say this is. What, what the fuck was I just saying? This? I was just talking to somebody and I was telling them how, like, I had to get older to like Jay-Z. When I was, mm-hmm. young, when I was yeah. younger, I didn't, I was fucking with, uh, fucking with 50, fucking with Biggie, Pockin' them for sure. I knew about Jay-Z too, but I just never liked them. Mm-hmm. Had to get older, and I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. It's a, it's a, it's a what you're talking about. Exactly. Kid, that, like, that shit going right over your head yeah. as a kid. You know, if you don't like the how the, the bop of the song, you ain't gonna like... Uh, it's it's a grown man maturity thing. I think. So I can see a lot of kids getting... I can see kids growing to, like, separation one day. But shit, for the time being, I think, you know... Mature people are, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Mature people with with a sound mind. Uh, that's the that's the that's the new. That's what the new flex fan is like. That's what I appreciated about it. It had just ranging. I mean, you had songs you were just like talking your shit. You gotta pop your shit on a couple of them, or yeah. at least one. Of course, you know, of course. For that balance, you, yeah, you, it was you was talking. Sosa was shit. needed for sure. Sosa was definitely needed. But then you also have balance with like found in me, mm-hmm. and then um, you know a few other tracks. So I I, I think. You did a great job on it, but thank you, thank you, thank you. what did separation teach you about yourself? Uh, man, the funniest part about separation, bro, is like I listened to that shit. I was never being nobody else or nothing, but you know, it was a point of time. You know, I started rapping when I was eighteen. Do you think you fully understood yourself when you was eighteen? Yeah, I, mean, I still don't. Okay, so you know, we can all agree. <laughs> you, what about you? Hell no. We can all agree that it, it take you got to grow up to learn yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you making music at 18 and you didn't know yourself at 18 or 19, 20, or 21 for that matter, you making music not knowing who you. Your music should reflect who you are the whole time. As a person, you don't even know who you are yet. So you just the music is just reflective of whatever the fuck of the time you're thinking that you're at in. The, yeah, yeah, that time that you're in right now. So. um at this point, you know what I'm saying, fast forward to 2020, you know what I'm saying, when I make an album like Separation and I listen back to it, that shit is truly reflective of the person I am. Like, I listen to that shit and I be like, you know what I'm saying, I be, I be really, I be damn near tripped out. I be, it'd be like being in another body listening to another person, <laughs> kind of, you know what I'm saying? I really hear myself in that mm-hmm. motherfucker. That album is 
truly reflective of me. So that shit helped me, like, you know what I'm saying? The fact that it resonated with me so much let me know that I do have a much better, you know what I'm saying? Nowadays, right now, at the age 25, I have a far better understanding of who I am. So that's what it, that's what the album taught me about myself. It's just that simply that I do, if I don't fully yet, I'm pretty close to just having a good idea of who I am. You know what I'm saying? That album taught me a lot about identity, my identity. You know what I'm saying? A strong sense of, I got a stronger sense of self through creating that process, through creation of that, the whole process of that, and, um, and looking back on it, you know, that's that's what it taught me. Like, that's me. You know, so everything on that I'm talking about, I represent that. From the ignorant shit to the to the founding me's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's all we all got different sides to us. That's all of me. But for the most part, the message is a good one and that's me. That's I was me. I was last time I was with Jordan, um, he was playing me some like your older stuff. And oh, what was the name of the song? Uh Was it Hundred Boys? Was it? Yeah. What? What was it? It was. Uh, it was just you, I think. Two hundred degrees, I think it was. Two hundred degrees. Two hundred degrees. That was something that really kind of just. Hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think so. There we go. Yeah, you cut it off. We was talking about uh, <laughs> we was talking about you was talking about uh the video you said. Yeah, she was in the backyard, people with the hoodie back. on, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was to hear that and then listen to separation, it's like huge difference. Tremendous difference, tremendous growth, tremendous, you know what I'm saying, just uh contrast. Mm-hmm. And exactly, you know, just what I was saying about I I wouldn't say I was uh that's not a musically, song. obviously I don't know you exactly. as a person, but musically it was different. I'm sorry. It was different. It was, that was reflective of the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just, that was completely in line with the way that, that was on my first mixtape. That was on my first tape. That was in 2015. So just fast, so just rewind five years ago and that's where, you know what I'm saying? That's just where, that's just where I was creatively and, and as a person. That was like the, that was, that was, that was, that was me mm-hmm. on that day that we mm-hmm. shot that. That was what it was at the time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And my thinking at the time lined up with what the fuck it ended up being. I oversee all my videos, so there's no video out there that I didn't want, that slipped through the cracks that I didn't want to be out there. That, mm-hmm. that was me. Mm-hmm. It's just not me today. It, growth, though. Growth. Yeah, that, you know what I'm saying? It's really good to see that. I love seeing artists develop. Develop. You know what I'm saying? I hate when I see an artist, but I've been listening to them for however long, and mm-hmm. it's just the same sound the whole time. I'm like, I know you're going through some other stuff. I know you're like, <laughs> right. tell me something about that. Yeah. You know I mean? So it's really dope to see artists kind of come from not that where they were at was bad, you know, just to kind of see the progression But you, But you know, yeah. just on some human shit, we grow, we yeah. change, we yeah. we develop, we evolve. So it something I adding up when I've been listening to you since I was young and your content is the exact same. Yeah. It just don't make sense. Yeah. So just on some normal shit, just on some human shit you expect. It's like, nigga, all right, come on, like, set, do something, something else. else. Like, come on. Do we have an artist that has changed his content? Um, well, that, that, has that, not, that, that is, sorry, that has not changed his content and Nicki still... Minaj. Good one. Nicki, you said Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj. I said so, Juicy J. That's what I was going to go with. J. Consistently. But he's done it. And that's honestly... That's I, a good one too. I, I, I really yeah. feel like... And I don't want to get a top 10 debate. I mean, we can, you know, but it's just like, I really feel like Juicy J is one of the best rappers ever. Because if you think about it, to do the same thing 
in, over the same type of beats mm-hmm. for 20 odd years, mm-hmm. 20 plus. He's, he's been rapping longer than we've been alive. But are you, are you impressed? Are I mean, you still impressed by the 22, 2020 Juicy J as you were when he was in his glory days? <sighs> You're not. Oh, you're right. So I expect it. It's, so who has delivered? Who has been? That's a better question. Who has? Who's somebody who's had the same approach for well, ten plus years uh, and is still well, effective? Well, bro, you still enjoy it. Well, bro, you that's said Nikki, but like, well, wasn't the Pink Print kind of off brand of what she normally? Because when she was on YMC, like a Young Money, like those big tracks, she was like bars, bars, bars. But like the Pink Print was more of like a pop approach. So did she kind of swerve a little bit? The the subject matter never changed. Nikki give you Nikki give you Nikki pop her shit first and foremost. That's what she do. Uh, rain, sleet, or snow. Nikki finna pop her shit. She finna call bitches her sons and bitch. I spent this on that, and she just gonna talk flash it. Mm-hmm. That been and, and which is I'm not criticizing that no whatsoever. That's just how she that's that's her thing. She's giving us that, and she. Uh, and whatever year that was, she started doing the uh, the super bass shit. She mm-hmm. went pop a little bit. Mm-hmm. She can't. She go. She go from pop to to the rap shit. She go back to popping her shit. Pills and potion was the only like pills and potion is the only song that I remember that's slightly off brand for her. Where she kind of talked about like talked about some yeah. yeah. It's either a love, but it's all the same content relatively though. Nick, do you know anything? Tell me something you've learned about Nicki Minaj on her on her last couple albums since she's been a, become a thirty year old woman. I'm be honest with you, I'm not a big Nicki fan. I don't listen. If you looked, you wouldn't find it. If you, you know looked, I've looked. There's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Update us on your life. Like give us some yeah. dope content, yeah. bro. Nicki gonna be thirty seven. Talking about. Y'all, my sons. Bitches is my sons. She I would get bored. It's, it's, yeah. That's why she left the door open for That's why the female rap game is shaped differently now, I think. So she left the door open, I feel like. Mm. Yeah, that's how I feel. That's a good point. I mean, I mean, you even look at a good example of growth evolution, I think. I mean, you look at Tyler sonically versus when he, because when he first started, I couldn't stand none of that shit. When, uh, even Tyler, even immature as Ty, you remember how immature they, they brand was to like immaturity. That, Rebels. That literally was they brand. Like and, they was just off the wall, like little ass kids, just annoying kids to adults. But even for Tyler to open up, Tyler opened up, Tyler's opening up about his sexuality, nigga. That's yeah. crazy. They was the main one calling, throwing that F word out. Yes. There. So that's necessary though, bro. Mm-hmm. Be vulnerable. You know, it helps to be to 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 treat your music. Each each flex album y'all get will be like a y'all can count on it to be an update on where I'm at at the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's how it should be. Exactly. You know, that's, that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. But when I expect when it when when Certified Lover Boy drop, I know we finna get the Drake finna Drake always have kept us in tune. Like With you feel life, like you yeah. know you feel like you get, it's a recap on where he at at the time. Every time you get an album, yeah. shit, you should feel like you know the artist a little bit better, an updated yeah. version of, or at least if it's a conceptual album, at least you know what they thinking about. That's like Cole. Like Cole was like, he was very concerned. He had enough on his heart about, about drug addiction to and shit to make a whole fucking album about it. Like that's what's, he may not have been talking about himself on the album because he don't have a drug problem, but at least he's telling us what's rubbing him wrong and what's, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, what's, yeah. what his focus is these days and what he's concerned about. That's what artistry is, you feel me? So it's, it's just like how many times can you successfully do the same trick? It's mm-hmm. necessary. It's completely necessary that you open up eventually. Bro, I don't know nobody who's 
who haven't. Maybe it is somebody, but I don't know him. I feel like the closest person that who hasn't really changed their sound, but has maintained or has gained popularity to be Future. But even then, he had he dropped that double album, uh, Future Hendrix, and the well, the, hen- the Future side was like the more softer true of the two so you know i don't know i mean but i'd imagine he's probably the most because he talks about the same shit probably about probably the best example because he he vulnerable in his music but he's he always have given us that too though it's not like it's anything new but the thing about being vulnerable is uh it's not really like a trick it's not like it's not like hey bro you've been using the vulnerable trick since since your first album bro we want some new nigga my vulnerable in 2005 it's not gonna be the same as 2010 because i'm telling you new shit now mm-hmm. so it's like as long as the story evolve yeah i think you know what i'm saying i think yeah. it's it's room for you can't keep doing it you yeah. know what i'm saying now if you're telling us about the same issues then maybe that's different. But I think if you listen, he opening up about shit. He definitely he does. In a couple of his songs, you could tell he's opened up a little bit more. So Yeah, so I think that's important. No nigga, let just let us know that you know what I'm saying? I think fans feel like they 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 feel like uh you owe it to them to say something sometimes. Yeah. You know what shit. You, I mean they For in all honesty, you but know. we would appreciate it. Exactly. I feel like it shows a human side, you know, because you just see if someone just kept talking about how how much money they got? I mean, you know, bitches they fucking this, 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 and that. Versus, you know, actually kind of the best artists relate. The best, the songs yeah, that will live forever. Yeah, the songs that will live forever is the ones that remind people of a time and mm-hmm. yep. resonate with. Like, damn, yeah. you know what I'm saying? People feel like you, you know, you listen to a song and be like, damn, I feel that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, I feel like vulnerability is almost relatability. You know, what I'm it's saying? the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just I think music is about resonate. Music that will last. Timeless music is the music that. That re- that's that's relatable. That mm-hmm. make you know what I'm saying. That make that can make people feel. It evoke emotion. So 